0: If you have the word of the Lord with you, turn to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. I did find my notes. (laughs) Um, Ephesians chapter 1. We're going to be looking at uh, 15 through 18, but uh, starting at verse 15 all the way through 23 is actually one long sentence. And again, I want to remind everyone that we have to understand that uh, the chapters and the verses that are in the Bible were created by man, and I don't know what they used as the criteria for doing this, but so when we look at it, it's basically one long sentence inside there, and let's read verses 15 through 18. Wherefore, I also, after heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Now we can see here there's a mixed bag where sometimes Paul uses in the name in the first person because he says, wherefore I also. Then he talks about your faith and making mention of you. But then he goes in verse 17, of it's the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's it's really interesting as we see Paul describing uh, some of these things. And so we're going to look at verse 15 for just a little bit here. And he says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. So first I, want to make, I wrote down some things. We need to remember that Paul spent almost two and a half years in Ephesus. You know, he had a lot of friends who were still there who would be willing to communicate to him the state of the congregation. And I wanted to say that first brother Roger because as we look at that when he starts out verse six, 15 he says wherefore I also. I also. So when we look at that Paul is stating I also. This indicates that other people that Paul knew had heard of the things that are to follow. So he says wherefore I also. So it's not Paul, but other people also had heard. After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and their love unto all the saints, so even though that we know that from looking through in in Acts and in Romans, and we can maybe I'm not Romans so much Acts, we can we can see how that you know Ephesus was a city that was wholly given over to idolatry. Because remember when they went into that to the to the arena, shall we say, the amphitheater. And uh, they had the, the silversmith, remember, in the space for the space of what, two and a half hours, they cried out, great is Diana of the Ephesians. So there were so many people there that were wholly given over to idolatry. You know, one of the great wonders of the world was the Temple of Diana that had been built there in Ephesus, it was one of these wonders of the world that how this thing was built, how big it was and everything. Of course, we know now that there's there's what, Brother Roger? There's nothing there. There's nothing left of his temple anymore. The amphitheater where they were at, there was some of that left, but this temple, there, there's nothing left of it, which leads us to know that what? God's in control. God's in control all the time. You know, you know when I started looking at you know that Paul was not when this when Ephesians was written Paul was not there so you know we talked about how he had a lot of friends there he had to have a lot of people that knew him and everything because you just don't stay in some place bill for two and a half years and not get to know people and have friends so some of these people and somehow rather Paul had got word of the good news about the congregation that was at Ephesus. That was at Ephesus. Because word had come back to him that what? That he had heard of their faith. Not only just their faith, but their faith in the Lord Jesus. Because we can go to uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and look at verse, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man Should boast. You know, so we know that through faith faith in who? Faith in Jesus Christ. It's not faith in man, it's not faith in Roger, it's not faith in Leroy or Dave. It's our faith, the faith that we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So turn to Proverbs. Turn to Proverbs chapter 25. So we can see this, you know, and and I think Brother brother Zach spoke on this one time, Brother Roger. And it's 25 and it's verse 20. As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. I know Brother Zach likes that. He likes that. I think I've heard him talking about it a couple of times and everything. What I'm probably so when we see, you know, uh, cold waters to a thirsty soul. When we're thirsting, Billy, you've been out there working hard and whatever, and you're out in the sun. Boy, an ice cold bottle of water or a glass of water—it really feels good, doesn't it? You know. And so is good news from a far country. So if we go back in Ephesians, we see. That Paul says, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith. So he had Paul had received good news. Good news. Now I don't know, I can't remember exactly where he was here when he was writing this, but if we look at it, he had he was somewhere else and he received this good news of the congregation that was at Ephesus. And it was really we look at it. And so the first good news that he had was. After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus. Remember, there's some things that are going to come on to this because he says, wherefore I also. After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus. Okay, so uh, again, I, I've been, I was doing a lot of writing down and thoughts that just popped into my mind. And not only about the faith they had, but also their love to all the saints. Their faith in the Lord Jesus is not about how much faith they have, but about who they had faith in. Faith of a grain. Remember when Jesus was tied, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. Okay? A mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds in the world. And as I was looking this up, I want to know well what do they term? We know if you've seen a mustard seed, you know how it's all. So it's one to two millimeters. Millimeters big. Equating that into uh, inches, it's .039 to .079 inches. Okay, so Bill, we know, I know you work with a ruler a lot. It, it, it don't go down that little <laughs> as it's separating things. So when you realize .039 of an inch, that's what so point what is it hundreds thousands and then what is it after that? yeah it's a little bit i like i like Rogers. it's a little bitty thing it's little so he heard of their faith in the lord jesus so there's had to so we look at this and that's what i'm saying is we read and we study out these things and we take our times you know or take our time when we read it that Somebody had come there, so evidently these were really trusting in the Lord, that they had the faith in Him. Now we know probably that whole city was not converted, Brother Roger. You understand what I mean? Not the whole city. So these people were in the middle of all of this idolatry going on, but they were what? They were doing what? They are standing fast in the faith of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's what we need to do in this world in which we're in. We know that all things work together. For good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. It's a crazy world right now, isn't it? When we look around, there's so many things that are going on in the United States right now, around in the world, in Ukraine, and just watching some of the, the pictures of, you know, well, one thing we know, Brother Rogers, what? No one wins in a war. No one wins in a war. But when you see that war affects, I believe, first and foremost, the children. The children. And I, I, my, my heart goes out for them. And we should be praying for them. In the things that are going on there. You know, I I don't know why the things are are happening that are happening in the Ukraine. But I know that God will take care of them. He'll watch over them. And we look at these things, and we see these things, you know, and... We need to really fully... Trust in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, and when Jesus talked to his disciples, his apostles, and he there was a lot of times, "Oh, ye of little faith!" Of little faith. We need to really look at this as we go on and on. I'd like to look at some verses. Uh, Look at Luke chapter seventeen. Luke chapter seventeen, verses five and six. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, if ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. So they wanted their faith increased. And Jesus says, you know what? If you just had faith as a grain of a mustard seed. But if we look at it, you have to fully believe and have the faith in what you are saying will happen. So we, we look at this and that it should obey you. Remember Jesus. If if we sit and we think about Jesus, remember he was he was they were going out, they were walking outside just outside of the city. And he saw a fig tree, and he was hungry. And he went over by that tree, hoping that he could find some figs on that tree. When he got over there, there was no fruit on the tree; there was nothing but leaves. And Jesus sat there and said, "You know what? Uh, no fruit go on grow on thee from henceforth." I might have got those words a little wrong there, but it's pretty close to what Jesus said. And presently the fig tree was withered. And remember that the apostles sat there and said, Wow, look how this is done. This is done unto this, this fig tree. And pretty much it was you gotta have that faith. Faith. It's a hard thing sometimes to have faith like that as a grain of a mustard seed, to do these things. You know, it's it's like So he was looking at Ephesus, and he heard something. And again, I want to reemphasize that evidently something had happened at the church at Ephesus that must have, that these people wanted to go tell Paul what had happened there. Now, see, we need to realize in this day and age, With social media, right? All the different platforms are out there. Something happens halfway around the world, doesn't it, Carl? And boom, it's on our phone instantaneously. Now we got to understand that back then they didn't have that. So it had to what, Brother Roger? Somebody had to see what was happening. And somebody either said, You need to go tell Paul, or they thought that Paul needed to know what was going on in Ephesus right now. So it didn't happen instantaneously, it might have been days, weeks, a month before Paul got the news and everything. So we gotta understand the mode of communication back then. It is it was not like it is today. But Paul did find out what had happened. And he says, I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus. And that should be for us as we look at this and say that we need to have faith in the Lord Jesus. As Brother Roger was communicating to us at a prayer requests about how he prayed in front of these Mormon women. And these women had to have seen that his love that he had for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the faith that he had in him to make these petitions and these prayers that he offered up to him as he was, what did you say, Brother Roger? In the Spirit. In the Spirit. Now, we got a long way to go, but if you go into Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about praying in the Spirit. We need to be in the Spirit when we go to Him in prayer. So then he goes on into verse six, five, yeah, verse fifteen. It says, "And love unto what does the word say there? All the saints, all the saints." So evidently, something else had happened. People either came there, and the congregation there at Ephesus showed their love to them. It's kind of like when we. We travel to go to a meeting, Brother Roger, and we stay in somebody's house. They show what? Their love unto us. Because first and foremost, we're of the family of God. And second, what are we? We're brothers and sisters in Christ. So they're just taking care of a fellow brother and sister in Christ. So I want to go to some verses that's going to show us a little bit about the love. Turn to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. Now, if if you've read 1 John chapter 4, you know that this is a chapter, it's all about love. Love. God is love. So I wanted to go just it's just a small little verse, not the smallest. What's the smallest verse in the Bible? Jesus wept. We love him because he first loved us. So we're saying we love him, we love the saints of God, but only because he first loved us. And we want to show our love, what? Unto the brothers and sisters in Christ that are out the world, that are throughout the world. Or those that we might come in contact with all the time. We love him. You know, and when we look at this and we say that we show our love unto all the saints, because we look at it and we go into verse chapter two and we go to verse four. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins. Even when we were dead in sins, God showed His great love toward us. He watched over us all the time. So we should be shedding that love out into the world too. God's love unto all the saints. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 3. My Bible reading has been progressing very good. I just told my wife last night I finished up with uh, the book of, of Jeremiah, and uh, it was—I'm uh, trying to get Jeremiah chapter three. Um, continue to continue to read your Bible. Search out the Scripture to see if these things are so I must have got something wrong we're going to have to forget that I said Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 3 but that does not have anything to do with with love so let's turn well we'll go back to Ephesians Ephesians chapter 2 and it was just what I just read So, when we look at this love, you know, even when when we didn't know that we were a child of God, he did, didn't he, Brother Roger? He knew us. He knew us before the foundation of the world. And that's what's so amazing about this, when we look at that. Now, we believe that every word in this, this Bible is true from Genesis to Revelation, And there's many parts in there where it talks about the Lamb's book of life that was written before the foundation of the world. And we know that God is good, God is true, God is faithful. And that when He finished that Lamb's book of life, the names that are written in there, He's never going to add any more names to there, and He's not going to take names out of there. Because God changes not. And that's what is so awesome when we, look, when we look at that. We're thankful for his mercy. We're thankful for his great love that he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins. And he hath made us alive. He has made us alive together with Christ. Because we're part of his family. And by whose grace you are saved. It's just awesome when we look at that. love that they have is because they are what? In the Lord Jesus. In the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. I, I just, when you read these things and you start studying out, it's just amazing how the Lord opens up your understanding and you start reading these things and look at these things. Turn to Romans 2 chapter 5, and verse 5. Now when we look at the word love, if you go into a strong concordance, you're going to see a lot of different verses. And I've only just touched the surface of it. Let's go back um, and and look in in 3, 4, and 5. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Because, see, we see the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. And that because of that love of God, we want to do the things like Brother Roger did this last week. Minister and witness unto the people that are out in the world. Because you just don't know, do you? You have no, no idea. When we come in contact with somebody, what effect we might have upon their lives, we just don't know. So we need to try to do that as we look at that. So we can see. Remember we said that we see see these things. We knew that things were going to come after. So he says, Paul says in verse 15, Wherefore I also have to heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. What does he go on to say? Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So we talked about this good news from a far country. And Paul got this news. Now, it was manifest unto the churches that were back then, because we know that Paul was the apostle unto what, Brother Roger? The Gentiles. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. And we're going to get into that later on in, in chapter two, because it says, you know, that that we were strangers from the covenants of promise, and without hope in the world. So now here's Paul. He's saying, I, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. I, I wrote a few notes and I liked it on account of their faith and love which were gifts of grace given them, and not the product of their own free will and power. And therefore, thanks are given to God for them. So when we look at this, their faith and love, their faith and love, which were gifts of grace given them. The gifts of grace. You know, in verse 10 in chapter 2, it says, For we are His work, which have created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, what? That we should walk in them. You know, your faith and love are not the reason you were saved, but we give faith and love because we are saved. We are saved. So when we look at it, and we can see how you know, we try to increase our prayer lives, don't we? We've Today we were had our prayer life enlarged just a little bit because Sister Geneva asked prayer for her sister Peggy that you know with her back surgery and the recovery of that. So now we see that's increased. So you can imagine somebody of Paul's renown, shall we say, you know, a lot of people knew all about Paul. So I, I, I don't know, Brother Roger, how many people came to him and told him of things. But his prayer life was being increased daily. And he's going and he said there, and he's talking about the people at Ephesus, and he says, You know what? I cease not to give thanks for you. And we have an example, don't we, here, Brother Roger, that maybe we don't get our answer to prayer right away, right? We give up, don't we, Brother Roger? But Paul is telling us that we should not cease to pray for things, to pray for people. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep on. Keep on going on and, and praying. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in our prayers. You know, we're reading in Revelations. We read not that long ago how uh, the prayers of the saints are what? A sweet smell incense, smelling incense that comes up before him. That's how much he likes to have our prayers come up to him. It smells sweet unto him. In Psalms it says, O thou who hearest prayer. Psalmist David goes, O thou who hearest prayer. You know, we have Jesus Christ is sitting in the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. Jesus sat there and said what? No man can come unto the Father but through me. So, when we pray, we have to pray Unto God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If you're praying any other way, you need to look at it. Study out prayer in the Scriptures. Making mention of you in my prayers. So he's talking about specific things. You know, I I wrote it, it says, Paul says that he is not going to cease, not quit, not stop, praying for them as long as as he is alive and has breath in him. That's how we should be taking it, Brother Roger. Not to cease, not to quit, not to give up, not to stop praying. As long as we are alive and we have breath in us, we're not supposed to stop praying. I'm not saying you're going to pray 24-7, but you're going to pray every day. Just look at Matthew chapter 6. When and when you pray. I think it's what, three times, four times? And when you pray. Use not vain repetition. And when you pray, you know, look at it. Go back and read Matthew chapter 6. Turn to James Chapter Five. Chapter Five. I want to read Thirteen through Sixteen. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, excuse me, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So we can see so much in here. You know, if you're afflicted, let them pray. If you're merry, sing psalms. You know, if you're sick, call for the elders of the church to pray over you. Brother Roger remembers that. And the prayer of what? Faith. Remember, we're sitting here talking about their faith in the Lord Jesus. In the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. And their prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise them up. Confess your faults, one to them and pray one for another. That you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So we can see, it's not just a regular prayer, it's an effectual and it's a fervent prayer. And it's of a righteous man, availeth much. See, these are the things we need to look at that. You know, when we just look at these things and we see these things, These are things that, and the, the verses and the different things, should help us to realize that we need to pray. To give thanks for people. How many times do we give thanks for somebody in our lives? We need to do this. Making mention of you in my prayers. This is showing a few things for us that we need to look at. I wrote, I wrote these things down and it was it's amazing as I was studying this out and you get the point and just something the Lord opens up to you. This shows that Paul is a man of prayer. Not only that, but he's a prayer warrior because he's ceasing not to give thanks for these people. And I said earlier, you know, if we look at it, how many times that people get some things or Paul was... Inclined, maybe the Lord laid a burden upon it, laid a burden upon his heart to pray for people. We get tired after praying for a few minutes, maybe right? And Paul was probably, if he had all these people to pray for, it was not just minutes; it was probably hours that he was praying. We get weary after a little little time, and here's here's prayer warrior Paul is going on and on. That's what I wrote down. How many people or things is Paul praying for every day? He is daily increasing his prayer life. He is constantly at the throne of grace where he prayed for others as well as for himself. See, we we can't forget. It's, It's nice to pray for others, but we need to what? Also pray for ourselves. So we need to look at this. And realize what we need to do. It's so we need to be able to apply this, apply this into our hearts, apply this into our lives as we read the scriptures and we see these things. These things should open up our understanding to us, open our open our minds up to see the things. You know, as, as we're talking about the Supreme Court, we need to pray for them. This brother, Roger, was asking prayer for all these churches around. You know, Grace Grace Chapel, Providence, Olinan Church, Mayhew Primitive Baptist Church. Pray for these people that are the saints. You know, Brother Herb, Sister Ruth, going on, all of these. We need to remember these things as we we sit down and take some time out of our busy life. I know we're all busy, aren't we? Well, maybe I'm retired. Maybe I'm not as busy, but... You know, we need to take time out of our busy lives, don't we? To find that little time that we can get alone. And get alone, I know... People say, get in your prayer closet. Sometimes we need to do that. Get away from the cares and the the things of the world. And we need to cleanse our mind. Because it's easy to get caught up into all of these things. But we need to do this. I'm not going to go any, any farther than this. But... Maybe we need to hope and pray that word is going out about Mount Zion Church. Wouldn't it be wonderful that, that if they heard of our faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints? You know, we look at it when I, I, I think the last time when I was up here, I spoke about how we continued to meet during the beginning of the COVID, that we were here every single Sunday. And I know we're not a a very large church, so it was easier for us. We knew pretty much where everybody had been, what they were doing. And it was pretty much, if you wanted to come to church, that was fine. If you didn't, because of what was going on, we didn't hold that against anybody either. That's showing our what, Brother Roger? Love unto all the saints. So we need to be more Christ-like, more like Paul in our lives as we look at these things. And we're going on towards the end of here and we can see so much going on in in chapter 1. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that take in in chapter 1. There's a lot of things that take in in all six chapters of Ephesians. There's a lot of things that just take in throughout the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. I exhort you again to not only read, but to study out the Scriptures and take your time. I hope what I've said today is and as we look to it, we see these things of Paul, that we're going to understand how we can be in our lives. And that's what we need to do. I thank you for your kind attention this morning.